Welcome to the latest edition of The Money Minutes. I'm Ross Greenwood. Good to have your company. Thanks for all of your feedback uh, about uh, the episodes of the past few days. Some people have said, uh, we'd like more, uh, want it longer. Other people have said, make it under five minutes. We want a bit less. Uh, look, I'll try and do it to what I feel is the right amount without trying to get lost. Some people said, do you get lost in the middle of it? Well, yeah, I t- it's funny. Yesterday I did. I got a phone call in my middle of my recording. And as a result, uh, the editing process for me isn't quite what it should be. Anyway, stick with me. Uh, I will improve, uh, I promise you. Anyway, I want to take you today to the stock market. Uh, The key economic number out in Australia was retail sales. Uh, They recorded the biggest fall in the uh, numbers that they've seen on record, down almost 18%, 17 17.9%. Now, they're saying this will be subject to revision, but there have been falls across every industry, big falls in food retailing, cafes, restaurants and takeaways, and clothing, footwear and personal accessories. That makes absolute sense given the closure of the malls. Now, the interesting part about this is fresh food clearly has risen. There is no doubt about that. But this has been offset by the significant falls, particularly in cafes, restaurants and takeaway, which clearly are very big consumers of food. This is one of the reasons why you're going to see the longer term implications if suddenly this bridge that the government has built, uh, including the JobKeeper allowances, is simply not long enough. And as we've said previously, why I think it's going to be October, November, uh, that could be the witching hour for many companies that right now are technically trading insolvent, but are allowed to as a result of federal government laws. But that will come off in uh, September 25. And subsequent to that, a lot of companies and directors, I think, are going to have to make some very big decisions. Anyway, notwithstanding the big fall in the retail sales, you might say, well, that's a bit of history. Well, it's not, because remember that most fast food and takeaway places and restaurants are only very slowly starting to get themselves back and operating now. Many pubs still not open even today. But what you have got is still a a situation whereby stock markets... And particularly the Australian stock market has performed incredibly well after big falls in the US markets overnight. The Dow Jones was down 1.6%. The Australian market was initially down around 0.9%, but fought back and rose at the end of the day, up by 0.2 of a percent. And to me, this is, well, really, I think... Uh, the hope, the fact that people are chasing returns right now. There is money still to go into the market. People are either got a fear of missing out or indeed remember the big flows that are still coming through superannuation funds trying to find a home. And a lot of people are sitting there and looking at cash returns of just about zero and still thinking if they can chase a 3%, 3.5% dividend yield, they're going to do so. And I just wonder whether that for many people is going to be fool's gold. Now, the other side today that made me surprised, at least in the stock market's reaction, was China. Now, China, as you might be aware, has already imposed additional tariffs on barley farmers in Australia. This is part of, if you like, the retaliation against Australia for calling out China and saying that it wanted a thorough inquiry into the origins of the coronavirus, which is absolutely common sense. And you'd imagine that we all should want that. Well, now China's saying that it may consider looking at the wine industry and the dairy industry, um, as well as barley, if indeed Australia continues with this rhetoric. In other words, China is leaning on Australia. Now, the other side of it is, if you think about the way in which the stock market has reacted, and as I said yesterday, seeing Fortescue above $13 uh, and really at all-time record highs, 
Part of, I think, in the back of people's minds is that China, as it stimulates its own economy, is going to give Australia a reprieve, as it did in 2008 uh, and 2009. It was China's spending that saw big exports of Australian iron ore, coal and gas even. And as a result, Australia was buffeted or buffered rather from the worst of the downturn at that time. Here, you wonder whether it's the same. But do note that retaliation by China is pretty important. So they're talking about maybe seafood, oatmeal and fruit could be the subject of stricter quality checks. And given the fact also that they have banned imports from some Australian abattoirs right now because of health concerns and, if you like, standards um, of quality of food, that also is an important thing. Mind you, then you go back to the stock market. So what happened there? Well, wine, that's one that's been targeted by China. Treasury Wine Estates, Australia's biggest wine exporter. It shares at the close down, 17 cents, $9.84. Hardly a catastrophe. And no Treasury Wine Estates has not bounced after the big fall since coronavirus in uh, sort of February. Uh, it is a situation where it did not fall off, uh, off a cliff as a result. Australian Vintage, another big wine producer. It shares down 5% today, $0.02, cents, $0.38. Cents. Again, it had recovered, came off just a little bit. Let's go to a couple of other companies. Again, you sit there, Costa Group, right? Biggest producer of fruit and vegetables in Australia. Um, it shares up 9% to $3.19. You go, whoa, what happened there? Well, you know, I've got to tell you, it is... To me, in some ways, pretty astonishing. The shares had been smashed, what was it, four profit warnings last year because of adverse uh, growing conditions. Well, what you've seen now is a big spike, and I sense that's because better growing conditions, less drought, more rain in the areas where they need, and the ongoing domestic consumption while people can't get out. Go to another area, because remember this whole fight with Australia and why the barley growers have been uh, imposed with these extra tariffs is really because of what China sees a favourable treatment for Australian steel and aluminium producers. Blue Scope Steel today, it shares down just by one cent, $10.27. Another one I just spotted today that I just want to point out to you, Tassel, right, which actually produces prawns, farm prawns, Atlantic salmon, we know about this. Share price up six cents, one point five percent, three dollars eighty-five. And I've got to tell you, if you look at it, have a look at Tassel. Share price has barely shown any impact from coronavirus whatsoever. But I did note that its chief executive uh, came out just a little while ago at a presentation. That's Mark Ryan, who's the long-term managing director and CEO there, and talked about the impacts of. COVID-19 uh, on consumer behaviour, said it was unknown, but basically thought that this was positive for Tassel, uh, domestic retail, uh, and has said that uh, volume and pricing was going to be favourable. Um, they said that fish shops were holding and pubs and restaurants and cafes were disrupted, but export continued to be strategically used to support growing and production efficiencies while not impacting domestic supply. In other words, uh, Tassel had reached an agreement with China to be able to get uh, its salmon into China same day. But as I say, Tassel, what did the share price do? Up by $0.06, cents, $3.85 on a day when really there's warnings out of China. So as I say, the stock market is a very, very strange place right now. My sense is be careful. Volatility levels are still well above where they have been at their highest for the past five years, notwithstanding the recent spike 
from the coronavirus back in February and March this year. Uh, Go carefully, as I just get a sense that there's more coming down the track. We haven't seen the last of this yet. Uh, So as you chase your profits and chase your, uh, uh, your opportunities, just do so with a good deal of care. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Ross Greenwood. Thanks for your company.